I've got a hunger Twisting my stomach into knots That my tongue is tied off Welcome to We Have the Facts, one novice's guide to all things Death Cab for Cutie and one expert's reflection on 20 years of history. I'm your novice, Ali Abdulatif, and with me as always is my co-host and Death Cab expert, Justin Tachi. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, everyone. We're back. Episode <laughs> one, officially. Ho-ho! <laughs> so, uh, I mean, the intro's come out. We've gotten some some response from the, the audience at wide. I would say that it's 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 fairly positive for no marketing whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't think it sucks so far. Yeah, I know. I think that we can keep doing this, and it seems kind of like whatever. I mean, we're doing it for the art, man, so it doesn't really fucking matter anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, today we're talking about... Uh, you can play these songs on chords. Uh, that'll come up in a minute. The The structure for the show is going to be a little bit more it's, loose. You can play these songs with chords. I don't care. It's a dumb name. We'll get to this later. We're, <laughs> so the podcast is going to be mostly us, like, freeform talking. Wow. I'm, I'm really excited for our, uh, our fan base to fucking shit on you, you piece of shit. <laughs> so this podcast is going to be us discussing... Bullshit our lives, like having a free discussion for whatever amount of time, and then jumping into the album once we're done with that dumb stuff. So some of you are just gonna are just gonna skip halfway through. Feel free to do that. Some of you are gonna stop as soon as the Death Cab stuff starts. Feel free to do that. Yeah. Some of you like the nonsense. Some of you like the Death Cab. Let's be real. <laughs> All right. So I mean, I wanted to start out with. I have a couple things. I mean, they're surprises. I, I told you I'd save it for the pod. Oh! What surprises do you have So number me? one, I got you a recording present. <gasps> an official recording present. What's my recording present? <laughs> tell, the, tell the audience what you just received. A, a record that says, uh, The Wild Angels? Is it the soundtrack? It's a soundtrack from the American International Motion Picture of the Wild Angels. I don't know what this is. I, I don't either. I found it on the street. Okay. It's very, very exciting. Happy recording day. <laughs> <Hey, woo. laughs> thank you for my street trash. <laughs> I saw a piece of trash. It helped me think of you. Let me, let me, oh, so I'm trash. Is that what uh-huh, it is? 100%. Okay, that's fair. Um, well, I'm going to uh, throw your street trash. Fair enough. <laughs> So, got that out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you were excited about. Now, where's my present? Give me, give me, give me. Uh, here is your ID for work. <laughs> I hid it before, but now I uh, give it back to you. Awesome. <laughs> uh, no, that's actually not the big piece of news. That's just something I found on my walkover right now while I was walking the dog. Okay, so what's the big news? Uh, oh, also, for those of you who don't know, sitting on our recording, as always, is uh, Homer, my dog. He's sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Border Collie Mix, very cute. If you'd like to follow him on Instagram, it's Mr. Homer. Yes, run by our third roommate. So, as, as you know, we're doing a Twilight episode coming up soon. No, we're not fucking and doing a Twilight no, episode. No, we are. And, believe it or not, I'm sort of getting in touch with Robert Pattinson's people. <laughs> no! <laughs> to get him on the no, podcast. No, not... <laughs> We're right now talking one degree of separation, <laughs> and I'm trying to convince him to get on the podcast. Who are you talking to? I have a connection. Apparently, a friend knows a friend. It's, it's a whole thing. It's it's. It, I mean, it's exciting. Wait, is this bullshit? Or are you actually no, this, we're trying to make this happen. Right I'm now. not fucking doing this. There's also a tangential. Oh, to be fair, did you know that he fucking hates Twilight? Apparently, too. But does he love Death Cab? We'll find out. Uh, that is fair. Uh, also, there is apparently a connection I have with Kristen Stewart. I have not pursued this yet, but... <laughs> we did call her out pretty hard in the intro. <laughs> I don't know if she wants to do it, especially to an audience of five people. Well... By the way, even if we do get big on this podcast, I'm still only going to refer to our audience as five people. That's fair enough. Um, I, I, I mean, so right now, Robert Pattinson, I'd say, like, we have a 70% chance of getting Kristen Stewart, like, a 5% chance, but I'm working on it. This is gonna <laughs> happen. <laughs> I want the entire, like, the entire cast of Twilight sitting in on a recording of the next episode. It's gonna be All awesome. right, there's, are you actually lying to our fans, or are you being serious? Right I am now? being serious. I'm trying my best to make this happen right now. Who's what's your one degree of separation in this? I, I I know someone who is close to Robert Pattinson, and, and we'll 
Once the connection is solid, I'll reveal all the facts. Because <laughs> I don't want you to try to sabotage this. But I have the facts right now. <laughs> no! Justin, look at me. Look at me. I am the captain now. <laughs> no! <laughs> In other news. In other news is you being like, I don't want to talk Twilight no more. In other news, uh, me and Ali both saw the new Avengers movie. Yes, we did. We did want to talk about since we just talked about like garbage that we like. The Avengers movie is one of the Infinity Wars is yeah. on that list. Um, thoughts, Ali? You're more of the, if anything, this is the something that you have the facts on, and I have none of the facts. Yes. So <laughs> I grew up a comic book reader. I'm a giant fan of Marvel. I've seen every movie like three times. I guess to be fair, in this circumstance, I should bring up my thought about it, the movie. Yeah. And, and, then, and then probably yeah, go that's to you fair. Next. Yeah, that's probably right. makes more sense since I have no facts. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, when I grew up, um, I read some comics, but nothing crazy. I mean, I know of Spider-Man. I know of the superheroes. But I don't really have the profound knowledge that the nerd sitting next to me has. Um, okay. Some would say I'm an extremely cool kid. It was a popular movie. made like a billion dollars. Nerd. Sure. Exactly. Um, so anyway, I thought the movie was very good. Um, I thought that uh, they introduced each character into the story in a perfect way. I thought it all worked out very well. I think this movie... And I think we even discussed this kind of coming out of the movie was that uh, it's kind of like the Empire Strikes Back of the uh, the mo- of the uh, Avengers movies because definitely keeps you on a cliffhanger, but it's also just like the uh, the Empire technically won on this one, being the Empire being Thanos. By the way, spoilers. <laughs> um, I, oh, I, I, giant I, spoiler warning on like if you don't want to hear about the Avengers, skip like five minutes ahead. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm sure that you've already been fucked anyway because you've uh, we all use social media and you probably read something. So um, I even uh, I even did that Thanos test and uh, Thanos actually spared me. So <laughs> Thanos killed me. <laughs> well, uh, that's because you're a piece of shit. I mean, I go down with the best of them. <laughs> Who are you live with, Nebula? Fuck off, <laughs> Rocket Raccoon. I, Great. I'm alive with all of, uh, with all the original Avengers. Oh, you mean the the shit cast that we're about to get rid of and, and start afresh? Yeah, oh, okay. well, no, 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 go fuck yourself. <laughs> but anyway, um, speaking on a serious note, I actually thought my favorite part of the movie was Josh Brolin's uh, portrayal of Thanos. I thought it was very well done, and just the, the, the conviction that he brought to the role was just very interesting, and uh, probably the most captivating villain that Marvel has had. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Um, I think people will... So this has been one of my favorite Marvel films of, uh, like, this entire run, this the 19 film series so far. Um, like, only probably compared to the original Avengers and maybe uh, Iron Man 1. But, like, it's, like, all-time one of my favorites. My thing is... Oh, really? You think Iron Man 1 and Avengers are probably the only contenders for this one? Yeah. For, as in your favorites? Yeah, those, are, those two rank very high for me. Um, Black Panther maybe as well. Gets that high, but like, okay, not much really. Hits, I'm just surprised about that. Hits those heights. Um, my big thing is, so you're right. Thanos is a pretty ridiculous character, or can be can seem a little bit ridiculous. And Josh Brolin did bring the heft to make him compelling. Um, my, I, I kind of wish he wasn't CG though. I feel like he, like seeing him with maybe prosthetics or something would have bring brought a little bit more to the role. But I, I guess we're in like the CG fest, so I, I, we had to do it. But and the CG was pretty great. Yeah, no, I thought it was a pretty, I mean, I thought it looked pretty nice. Overall, yes, I do think this is the Empire or the Two Towers of the series. I think this is going to Which be... both movies are the best in their, uh, in in their, their appropriate series. series. Yeah, <laughs> if you uh, if you think otherwise, come fight me. I'll uh, yeah, I mean, I think this is something that me and Ali can both agree on. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I think if you didn't like Infinity War, I think we should wait till the next one. Because as soon as the story is resolved... You can then go back and enjoy the movie. I think a lot of people didn't like the cliffhanger. Well, they I think like... we even discussed this too because it's kind of like how, like, my dad grew up watching the original Star Wars, mm-hmm. and those, um, in watching the original Star Wars, he obviously had to wait three years in between each movie. So yeah. when you run, uh, when you're watching like Empire, and you're left on that cliffhanger, you had to wait almost fucking four years. So it's like. Yeah. It's kind. Of, I, I get why Return of the Jedi is his favorite. Yeah, but like for someone that can watch the movies all at once. Empire is superior. Yeah. 
Uh, I think the Russos managed to balance like a million characters very well all at once. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's all be real. The fucking Justice League was trash. And this yeah, and that, that was like four up. characters, and then this is like sixty something, and they were all well balanced, and each person got moments. It was it was beautifully constructed. The the action was relentless. The plot was like non stopping. We kept going. We we never paused. It was overall um, like amazing, and the stunt casting of Peter Dinklage was fantastic, delightful. <laughs> that was a delightful surprise. Yeah, I, I loved it. Seeing Peter Dinklage as a giant was so cool. Ironic, but you know, cool. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely like, oh, oh look, it's yeah. I, I mean, I thought it was a little cheesy, but I thought he pulled it off well, so it was yeah. fun. Um, yeah, I mean, so all in all, I think we both enjoyed it. Um, probably means a little bit more to you, obviously. Yes. It, as an obsessive nerd, and, and I did love it very much. It was pretty awesome. So, uh, all right, uh, you want to dive into something that you know nothing about and that you just started studying? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all let's right. talk it. All, all right. right, let's start uh, talking about. Yeah, you can play this song with. You can play these songs with chords. Um, obviously, for those of you that know, it was a demo that re- was released by Ben Gibbard. He records, recorded all the instruments. By himself on a cassette, and then uh, with the, with I think some of the help from Chris Walla. So, and then once the uh, tape started taking off, he actually um, enlisted band members to uh, help try to play shows, and then that's kind of how Death Cab was kind of born. So, um, yeah, I guess uh, we should just start with uh, how do you feel about the the demo? I mean, I guess let's first talk about the eight tracks because that's like what was originally released, and then there was the re-release that was done in two thousand two by Barsuk that has I think it added ten tracks. So, mm-hmm. um, so if you're listening along on Spotify or something, uh, so up to Line of Best Fit, I think. Yeah, Line of Best Fit. And uh, that's the yeah. end of the demo, and then the rest is uh, additional songs they added yeah, later. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's talk about the the first eight. I will say... I mean, you also got to take into account, before you say anything, Ali, is the fact that it is a demo. Yeah. I will say, had this come out, and this was the first Death Cab thing that I hear, I would not continue to listen to Death Cab. And it's not me trashing this demo. We'll get into my thoughts about song by song. But in general, not impressed. Uh, I think you're wrong. I mean, this is a fucking demo. I mean, when was the last time you heard a demo that that was this good? I don't listen to demos. Well, that's because you're stupid. Um, <laughs> I think in general, the songs end up either falling flat or, or don't uh, just don't hit right for me. Um, we will talk about track by track. There are a couple that I do really like. Now, do you mean, and now in a sense, when you say falling flat, do you mean lyrically or more of a, uh, or, or do you think as a whole lyrically or as a whole like recording style or what? what Musically what? in general, it just feels like, like, 90s garbage. Not that all 90s music is garbage. Please don't send me your hate mail about, oh, the 90s was the best grunge era. Well, I, I don't mean care. It, I mean, it definitely is. I'm fucking that Ali guy. No. <laughs> no. What I'm saying is it just sounds derivative of a lot of other music of the time. It does not sound particularly original or creative in any, like, super cool way to me. It de- doesn't sound like something I haven't heard at this point. I mean, I will agree, I will agree with you. It is definitely a derivative of a lot of his influences. Um... I would say for sure you can say that this is kind of a rip of uh, Build to Spill at points, but it's definitely, it was his first solo coming off of Pinwheel, and um, Ben being, Ben's previous band being Pinwheel, I think he recorded it while he was in that band, but, or it might have been right after, I don't remember. Um, So this is the useless knowledge that I I guess encountered. (laughs) Uh, These are the facts you sort of have. (laughs) The facts I sort of have. Um, But anyway, uh, so anyway, I mean, you can definitely hear the belt of spill in it, and it is kind of derivative, but like I was saying before, so. Um, but I think the songs are well-constructed, and definitely, I would say for a demo, is very well done, especially for him recording all the instruments himself. But there are also other people who do that that do it better. Yeah, but we're talking about a guy that did this fucking in a basement. I, I mean, I, I understand. I, I get... I get the accomplishment that is this demo. I'm just saying, I'm not listening to this demo and going, oh, I'm going to follow this career. I mean, I feel like if you... Now, how would you feel if you saw this person at a show and you were, like, listening to his songs? You really didn't... You wouldn't be like, oh, that's definitely interesting and something I would want to, t- like, take a, list, a second listen to. Maybe, like, I'm saying, like, as in they're, they're, like, playing... He's, like, Ben's playing the songs and, like, live, and he's kind of, like... 
you know, and what what were your thought? What would be your thoughts, probably? Yeah, I, I I don't see myself falling in love with this band. I don't see myself really like seeing them open for someone and going back home and immediately googling them. Uh, I. I mean, realistically, you do realize they're playing basements at this point, and, I, yeah. and, and it's not really like they're opening for anybody. I, I understand, and I get it, and I'm just trying to give you my honest opinion on the, the, the demo, and I'm just saying, had I not invested in this podcast at this point, I might have not uh, jumped into their work as hard. Okay, um, well, I guess at this point, I'm infuriated, and um, we will uh, just, I guess, just go track by track for so the... Wait. Or we can call the podcast over now, and we can just go our separate ways. Friendship over. I guess that's true. Well, to be fair, I guess we could talk again because we really just haven't been talking because we are trying to save the podcast gold. Yeah, this is this is true. Anytime Justin texts me, I just said send back save it for the pod. <laughs> exactly, and even asking questions about the pod, and then he goes save it for the pod. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Save it for the pod. <laughs> we need content. Wow, I am the shitty uncle from fucking Thanksgiving. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, I guess before we do go track by track on the demo, or just the first eight tracks, the actual demo, uh, we should talk about the, just like your general feelings about like the re-release tracks. Do you think that they were any better? Or do you feel like, um, like what were your thoughts about those? So, uh, the eight tracks, uh, not the eight tracks, the, the, ten, the, tracks. the ten tracks after, um... Line of Best Fit, yeah. Line of Best Fit. So there's one that we're gonna talk a lot about, which is the Smiths cover. Yeah, which, uh, I'm a huge Smiths fan, and, um... So course, we'll have a lot of very specific thoughts which, on that later. Which, which why not? Like, really? <laughs> Let's yeah. just lay it on thick, right? <laughs> the rest of it sounded like solid B-sides to me. Like, they weren't on their own right any songs that I immediately gravitated towards very hard, but, like, they're very listenable. They're enjoyable. Now, do you really think that those are better than the than the demo? Not really. Okay, so you, th- but so you think they're B-sides of the demo? Yeah. Alright, well, I mean, that's fair. That's basically what they are. So, I mean, I think one of them is a cover, too, so... Um, other than the Smiths cover. Okay. There's another cover. Um, I'd have to look at the track list again. Um, Great. We have the fact, except even the album that we're covering today, we have not even read the Wikipedia page for it. No! I mean, if I look at the track list right now, like, pull it up on the fucking computer. Okay, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Pulling up. Uh, it's... New Kids. Wait. It's Wait. It's Wait. Who, yeah. Who's that a cover of? Uh, it's... I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, we don't have all the facts. <laughs> We claim to have no facts. Great. You know this is going to be infuriating, because people who love Death Cab are going to be like, one guy fucking hates the band so far, and the other guy doesn't know anything. I'm sorry that I don't know the weird offshoot cover that they did on the fucking re-release of their demo. The people that would listen to the show would know. Uh, well, uh... And they hate you. Well, I They mean, probably hate I never you more claim, than they hate me. I never claimed to be an expert. You, you self-proclaimed me as an expert. Anyway, I guess before we start punching each other, we should really just dive into the tracks. Alright, so we're gonna go song by song through the first eight, and then maybe discuss some of the rest of the tracks later. Uh, okay, so we're gonna start with President of What, which is the first track on the yep. album. Initial thoughts, Ali. So, well, I, not initial. I guess you've been you've been yeah, listening to so, this for a week now. So, so I've, I've been repeating the album all week, and Al, uh, track one, strong opening track. I actually really like the song. So how can you say that it's nineties trash? I don't understand how you can. I say didn't this. say the whole demo is nineties <laughs> trash. I said the ni- the demo has a lot of nineties trash that makes me not fall in love. Well, with that's the band. not what you said before. You said it's all nineties trash. Okay, stupid so it's, it's about 50% 90s trash that I don't like. I really like President of What. There's a couple more songs that we're going to get into that I really like. It's the thing, the thing is that the ones I don't like, I really don't like. Okay, so anyway, so, but I feel like you'd still throw some of these tracks, like, on a playlist. Yes. I'm, like, President of What, I feel like you heard that track, you would throw that on a playlist. Yeah, that's definitely a very strong, strong first contender. So, like, what about the song makes you like it? I just think it's a really good song. Like, it, it musically works very well for me. Um, it's very easy to listen to. It's not particularly, like, 
blows my mind or anything, but it, it it's just a solid opening track for any album, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's definitely, I agree with you that it's a very good opening track. Um, I think it has a fun riff, mm-hmm. and I think that kind of just plays through. I can see myself bouncing to that at a show, and I have before. And so, I think um, it takes what's good about the 90s and uses it. Well, I think some of the tracks later on take what I don't like about the 90s and use that. I mean, I literally hate everything you're saying, but that's fine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Next song coming up, uh, Champagne from a Paper Cup. Let's listen to that real quick. favorite song on the demo. Wow! I was a little... Funny funny you should say that. This is actually my favorite song on the demo as well. Alright. Wow! Crazy we agree on something. (laughs) So, uh, coming up, we're gonna do the next... Or the the actual first album is the next episode. And I know some of the tracks on the demo did make it. Yeah, so they re-recorded it with a full band. So, um, with uh, Ben Gibbard, Nathan Good, Nick Harmer, and Chris Walla. Um... Obviously, Ben Gibbard, Nick Harmer, and Chris Walla would go on to record most of their records and most of their discography. Uh, Nathan Good, I think, only lasted this record. So yeah, so I, I don't. So I I've been trying not to jump ahead, so I haven't seen the track listing from the first record yet. But I, I I'm really hoping that Champagne for from a Paper Cup is on there because that's my favorite one on here, and I think it works very well. Yeah, and I, and it is. So I mean, you'll. I guess I should have left it to be a surprise. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> but it's a it's a really strong contender, and it, it's a, it's a really good song. It, this is of all of the demo, this is the song that I'd probably play most often, just on my own. Like I'd put this one on a playlist. I'd, I'd, I'd listen to this one often. See what I like about this track, actually, and I think it um, it's one of the most one of the more honest, frustrating tracks that Ben Gibbard has. Um, I mean, I think we've all had that angry night and kind of, uh, like, with our significant other or someone that we're dating at the time and just had that fucking just emotion of just, like, God, I don't want to fucking talk to you and I just want to go home and, like, whatever. And I think that just rolls all over this track and makes it really nice and concise and just kind of gives you that feeling. And it just, like, it slowly... The track kind of, like, slowly goes along, kind of like that night would be. Yeah. So I think that that kind of plays into that. It does feel like the end of a bad night. It is. Yeah. Like, you're going out with, like, your girlfriend of, like, five days, or, or, like, or, or, like a short amount of time or something, or even a long amount of time, and it's just, like, you went to a party, got into a fight, and it's, like, you haven't talked to each other all night, and you're just, like, I just fucking want to go home. Yeah. So, I... Fav- possibly my favorite. There's only one that I think might compete with this one, but we'll get to it later. Okay. So uh, next is uh, pictures and experiences. I hate this. <laughs> I absolutely hate this song. Why? It's annoying. It's annoying. Everything from the the, the, the the beat of the song to the way he sings it is stupid. And it sounds like he has nothing to say in it. It sounds like the most pointless song ever. I hate this song. This is the song I think 
what makes me go, oh, I turn off this demo right here and be like, okay, I'm done. It goes from the song I possibly like the most to the song I possibly hate the most <laughs> right in, like, quick succession. <laughs> Um, I mean, I'll give you this. It is a very fairly repetitive song. I don't think that it's. I don't think it's a bad song. I mean, it's a it's a lo-fi song. It's a it. This is, I mean, regardless of being a demo, most Death Cab's early work is very lo-fi, so it plays into the style. I mean, I know that you're not a fan of the lo-fi, especially like I showed you. Um, early uh, Iron and Wine stuff, and you're like, is he just fucking singing into a uh, pillow or something? Yeah, I don't like... Like, we have good technology. I know I know, we're going to say this, and people are going to like crap on our mic and our recording, but we're not professional musicians. <laughs> Leave us alone. Yeah, fuck but, you. <laughs> we're lo-fi, you piece of shit. But I hate when it sounds like a band is recording from the bottom of a well. We're literally recording on a on a fucking table with a shitty mic, and it might as well be the bottom of the well, so fuck you. <laughs> We're podcasters. It's different. <laughs> anyway, I guess we should just move on to the next track. Hindsight. Because in hindsight, that last last song did not suck as bad. Because <laughs> this song is actually the worst. <laughs> I've repeated the song like six times today just to confirm. Yeah, it's terrible. Okay, so you talked about you talked about these songs. I know you cheated, and you talked to Sebastian about them. Sebastian, by the way, is our other roommate. Um, <laughs> uh, so, what were you gonna say? Um, so this entire song, through and through, is crap. Um, he kind of like does this weird thing with his voice that's just '90s garbage, right? It's, what do you mean by '90s garbage? What is your he 90s sounds like garbage? every dumb '90s singer in it. I don't think that's true at all. Okay, we've had this argument that literally every musical sounds the same. You could be playing one fucking musical and the other musical and they sound the fucking same. So I don't want to hear this well, shit. every trash 90s band sounds the same too, man. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Um, I'd agree, that I, I mean, I'd agree that this song definitely is slow paced. I don't think it's the, their best work, obviously, but I don't think that it's horrible. Um, definitely, like, I mean, if anything like this were to show up on a Death Cab for Cutie record now, I would say it's definitely, like, a filler track. Um, but being for the point of a demo, I think it's not a bad track. I think he's just trying out different sounds. Yeah, so. Well, had I not been listening to this uh, for podcast reasons, I'd be like, strike one, pictures and exhibition, strike two, hindsight, strike three, that's incentive. That's incentive. song as much as the first two so it's not actually like a a, a big turnoff for me uh, i i actually like that it was faster paced 
Yeah, I feel, I feel like this is, I mean, this is definitely the fastest track on this demo. If not, probably the fastest track that they've ever done. Yeah. I, I don't love it, but in, in, in comparison to the last two songs, it's pretty good. It doesn't fit with my image of Death Cab, though. That's what I'm... Yeah, I mean, I think this is him trying out different stuff, and I think this is him... I mean, the, the, clearly this demo, um, I think, was written from a very angsty point of view. I mean, he's in his fucking 20s, God, <laughs> you know, so... I, I like the fact that it actually is kind of explosive and it's fun to hear him go uh, to, you know, just rip and let loose. So that's kind of my feeling about it. I don't think it's particularly a great track, but it's definitely just fun to hear that. It was, I will say, it was interesting to listen to, which is the last two songs I, I did not find interesting to listen to. I just found upsetting. This one was interesting, but didn't feel like in the style that I was expecting of him and uh, of his work. So it kind of threw me off originally. I'm... I, I would say I'm kind of more on board listening to it now than I was listening to it all week long. Okay, that's fair. So, Amputations is next. Basically, you're not going to understand this, but um, if, okay, like we discussed earlier in the podcast when we're talking about our general feelings, I mean, Ben Gibbard is clearly very influenced by Built to Spill, and especially just the whole Death Cab um, catalog is really influenced. I mean, this track could be straight on Keep It a Secret, which is the big record by um, Built to Spill. Um I don't dislike the track. It's just funny listening to it because it could just eat so easily fit on there. I think it's a good. I think it's a good, good song, but um, it's definitely, uh, definitely not that uh, creative edge that uh, uh, Ben was uh, will create later. Yeah. So I listened to this track, and the first time I listened to it, I was kind of upset with with it. But I think like once I got over the the, the lo-fi of it and kind of how it's it starts a little bit later with like a kind of shitty vocals and it kind of ruins the song for me because I was into the, the into it at first. Upon like second and third and fourth and fifth listening, the more I listen to it, the more I kind of like it. So it's been working for well, me I a lot. I agree. I mean, like if you listen, I mean, I don't know if you ever get really take a listen to Built to Spill. A lot of their tracks take some time. You kind of have to invest some time into the track and it kind of builds on you. Yeah, so uh, Amputations is definitely a song that I did not love at first, and one of, was one of my like major turnoffs for this record, but forcing me to listen over and over again has kind of made me appreciate it. It is pretty good. It's it's also different, but in a, in a good way. I actually enjoy it more than I like a lot of the other stuff on here. So you like this track more than you like Pictures in an Exhibition and Hindsight? For sure, and Incentive as well. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but uh, let's move on to Two Cars. Yeah. 
song was very whatever. Like, this was the one song on here that I have no strong feelings about in any way. So it's, it's not either way. So yeah, it's, it's so take you don't it or leave it. it. Okay, I gotcha. Um, I actually like the, uh, <laughs> what sounds like just the, like, a crappy Casio, like, synth, oh, yeah. like, piano beginning. You like, like that. No, I don't like, I, I like it from a point of, like, knowing that you have no money, but you want synth sounds in uh-huh. a song. So, like, when you record it, like, in your basement, that's how you throw those in. So, uh, very similar to, like, the first, like, uh, the first Front Bottoms album where it just sounds like all the horns are just like the sounds from a Casio piano. So, um, but like, I, I kind of agree with you. I think it's like, it's not necessarily a horrible track. It's not really a great track. It's kind of a throwaway. Um, I say it's a little bit of filler, but uh, I mean, that's kind of, it is what it is kind of thing. My big thing is, now when we have Ben Gibbard on the podcast, eventually. Um, <laughs> yeah, because that'll totally happen. <laughs> yeah. Will he be mad because I've shat on so many of his songs at that point? I mean, to be fair, I think he probably looks at this stuff. And we're also talking about a demo. And, like, one thing I also will say about Two Cars is that this is probably one of the times that I hear him say very literal lyrics rather than trying to paint a picture. Because even in, like, the first album, he really tries to paint a picture. And and it's less... Like, he gives literal lyrics, but they're still kind of vague. So, um, but I don't think that... I mean, I don't think he looks... He probably looks back at the, um, the, uh, the demo with, like, you know, hindsight. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you know there's two things I hate in this world. One... Puns and two. That's all. Why I'm punny. We just lost half of our audience. We now have two and a half listeners. Are you happy with that? Was that worth it? All two and a half of you. How do you feel? Um, so anyway, uh, basically, I guess it, it, we kind of both agree this is probably more of a it's a filler track. Yeah. So let's get on to the last song of the demo. Uh, line of best fit. It starts on a bit of a delay, but we're just going to jump in. Yeah, no, not Champagne from a Paper Cup, Line of Best Fit. That's my favorite song on the demo. Yeah, I mean, I think Line of Best Fit is probably musically the best song on this on the demo. But I actually still probably go back to Champagne from a Paper Cup being my favorite. But um, but just talking about Line of Best Fit, um, I actually saw Ben do, uh, last summer, do a solo acoustic show with my parents in uh, New York. And he actually played this song. So, um, and I know that he, whenever he does solo acoustic shows, he actually still plays this song. So it's kind of cool that he's keeping that alive. So is this uh, song on the first album as well? Yeah. It is. Okay. So, um, no, something about airplanes. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely, I would say probably realistically the best song on the demo. It's just personally my favorite would probably still be Champagne from a Paper Cup. Um, I think this track, uh, just, I mean, you're not going to know what I'm talking about right now because we haven't reached that album. This song, I would say, is a little bit of a weaker so- a weaker version of uh, Lack of Color, which is on Transatlanticism, and I'm pretty sure you'll get what I mean when we listen to that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, so I like a lot of things about this song, and I mean, when, when you looked at me really enjoying it while we were listening a second ago, you kind of looked at me like, what? And I think it's because like this is a lo-fi song, and I'm not usually a lo-fi guy. But I think it's recorded very well. I think it's very clear. I really love that like delay and build up out of nothing. Mm-hmm. That really works well for me. I know if you guys listen to this through the podcast for the first time, we kind of skipped the delay. The delay, we jumped right into the the major song. But it's 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 just a, a strong crescendo for me. It, it builds to this beautifully melodic thing, and then it like beats up a little bit halfway through and it's just overall a strong song yeah and i mean i think that i i mean in your limited knowledge about death cab i think this track kind of paints the picture of what they're about 
the most. Yeah, would you say, fair. like, from what you've heard probably mm-hmm. on, like, the radio and various, like, you know, listening, probably passing my bedroom door <laughs> while I play tracks. So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess... So I guess let's go with, uh, let's end with uh, what our favorite tracks are. I assume that's Line of Best Fit for you. Yeah, it's either Line of Best Fit or Champagne from a Paper Cup. Those two are uh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, I mean, I say personal favorite Champagne from a Paper Cup, but I think musically and just kind of style-wise, I think Line of Best Fit is probably the best song. Um, yeah, I mean, so in overall, demo, how do you feel? Again, like, it's, so I think after going track by track and like having to explain how I feel about each one, uh, I do think it's it's better than meh, but it's still not a band at this point that I am addicted to and I have to come back to. I think I might put Line of Best Fit and Champagne on like a playlist I like, but okay. or if we're going 90s, on a mixtape <laughs> that I give to a nice lady. <laughs> I don't think you want to give a sh- either of those songs to a nice lady. I think you don't know me as a teenager. <laughs> That's true. You're a sad guy. I'm a sad guy. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I'm a sad boy too. <laughs> um, um, I guess let's uh, now that we've finished the demo, let's uh, touch touch a little bit on. We're not going to go through all the rest of the tracks on the from the re-release, but let's just uh, especially. I think there's one that we want to talk about in general, and then we can just kind of talk about general feelings about the rest of it. Yeah. So let's 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 play uh, the one track that we definitely obviously wanted to talk about, and obviously. Um, Ali knows that I'm a pretty big Smiths and Morrissey fan, so and he always criticizes me for that. So clearly, there's a lot to be said about this track. So uh, I guess we'll play a little bit of uh, this is Death Cab for Cutie's version of this charming man. We're just gonna jump right into the middle of it, not start from the beginning, just so we can get some of Ben Gibbard doing his Morrissey impression. Good night, Jamaica, my lovely, yeah. Under this charming lot of feelings about the smiths in general and where their strong strengths are and their their weaknesses are but this is not we so have, would you say that there's strengths is, to the smiths at all yes wow yes that I is think, the best thing i've ever think i think morrissey's a smith. tremendous singer and i think he has a lot of strong suits and i will say ben gibbard is no morrissey not a dig on ben gibbard but he cannot do those vocals <laughs> his like vocal inflections are so off it's jarring <laughs> And when he does, tries to do the Morrissey, yep, yeah! and it, like fails terribly, and she sounds like a Muppet. None of it works for me. Ben Gibbard cannot pull off a Morrissey. All right, I mean, okay, let's be real. Is this is this Smith's quality? Is this Morrissey quality? No. <laughs> let's no. That's not that's not what this is. Then why do I, it? Then why think, do it? But I think it's a fun song. I think it's a fun track. If I don't you're think gonna make I don't think like it's that, great. Make I, it different enough. Like I was listening to this earlier with with someone else, and they were uh, with our roommate Sebastian, and they, he recommended that they slow it down and tried something a little bit different with it, and that would have at least been interesting. I don't know. I mean, I think they I think they were just trying to have fun. I don't think there's really uh, an issue with it. Um, I don't think it's by any means. I would not listen to this track a lot. Um, it's just fun to listen to from time to time again, just to hear uh, Ben do uh, a Morrissey impression. I need you. And I think he'll agree that uh, I think he'll agree that it is not great. I need you to promise me something. What? He does no more Morrissey songs. <laughs> Otherwise, I can't keep doing this podcast. Uh, at least in a re- in a record format. Uh, I don't in a recording. He does not do any more um, Morrissey songs or or Smith songs. God, I. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. By the way, uh, Ali is shaking his head and just, I think, just questioning, questioning the world right now. <laughs> this was so bad. This honestly made me reconsider this whole podcast. I hate his Morrissey impression. 
I don't think it's meant to be good. Moving I on, I know there's two more tracks that you wanted to talk to from the rest of this. Yeah, I mean, the rest of the tracks are kind of just like, it is what it is. They're nothing, nothing's really great. Um, two tracks, uh, TV, uh, is, uh, New Candles and, uh, Tomorrow. Both tracks are, um, uh, they're actually interesting to talk about. Not really in a sense that they're really any good, or not, I shouldn't say really any good, but just not, not great. It's fun to hear Chris Walla actually doing lead vocals, which, um, from my knowledge, never happens again in the Death Cab uh, discography. So, uh, I know that he does some backup vocals here and there, but nothing, nothing, uh, lead. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, we pretty much covered, uh, You Can Play These Songs With Chords. Yeah, that's, uh, that's You Can Play These Songs With Chords. Uh, Tell us how you agree with me and that this is a shit demo and Ben Gibbard should have quit. I'm just kidding. Uh, how this song, like, the demo's not as impressive as maybe the rest of the work is. We'll find out as I move along. But if you agree with me, let us know. Hashtag Ali is the best. Or if you disagree and you think Justin's right, put, like, hashtag I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> you mean hashtag Justin's the best. No, hashtag I'm wrong. Hashtag Ali sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, regardless of if you think Ali is right or wrong, hashtag Ali sucks. Um, okay. <laughs> please comment. Um, please subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on both of our social media outlets, um, Instagram and Twitter. They, they are at, at the facts pod. Um, just, uh, and uh, also send us uh, emails if you'd like to talk to us directly um, at we have the facts pod at gmail.com. Um, so, uh, send us your hate mail, send us your uh, positive uh, reviews. Also, if you want to give us some suggestions, maybe things you want to hear, maybe uh, tell us how you would run the podcast. I mean, maybe we might tell you, fuck you, but um, at the same time, I want to hear your suggestions and uh, try to make it a little better for you to listen to this. Yeah, so the next episode we're doing is going to be... Uh, something About Airplanes. Something About Airplanes, which is their first album release. The, their first studio record. Okay. So, we're excited to do that. Uh, before we go, though... Uh, so, we thought it'd be fun, uh, me and Ali, at the end of the episode, to actually plug something that we're both excited about. Yeah. So, if we have any actual announcements of work we're doing, we'd plug them here. But if not, we just plug other non-Death Cab-related things. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't need to be music. Does uh, It could be something like a movie, TV shows, something. Just really anything that we're excited about, really. <laughs> current events who fuck knows um but uh as of right now we both kind of agreed i think we're going to talk about uh an artist that we're both really excited about which is kind of a rare thing for both of us to really be about something um and it's actually the artist phoebe bridgers we were both very into the album strangers in the alps well ali really likes the first half (laughs) i think it's all a good album i think that first half like makes me weep And the rest of the album is a good album. Yeah, so, anyway, we both love the record. It is a very good album. It's honestly a hauntingly beautiful record. Um, Hearing, I I would say, some of her influence has to drive from, like, Bright Eyes um, uh, and maybe some of Conor Ober's solo stuff, but I would even say some of Death Cab's stuff is really in there. So, um, That's fair. Um, and really just, I mean, she pulls from all different ends of folk and, uh, and alternative music. It's just a fucking well-put-together record. It is her debut. Um, I'm really excited. I mean, I know that it just came out last year, um, but I'm really excited to hear more and hear what she does next. What would you say your probably your favorite track is? Well, originally it was Funeral, but I'm starting to fall in love with Demi Moore. I've, I think I've listened to that song like a dozen times in the past day. Okay, that's fair. Um, I would have to go with the uh, duet he does. She, he does. I would have to say the duet that she does with um, Connor Obers, which is Would You Rather. Now, that's a pretty good one, but that's in the, the bottom half of the record, which is... <laughs> The not cry section, so hard pass. is a sad boy. <laughs> so, um, I guess we. Uh, I think we should end the podcast with uh, just playing a track from the record. Uh, you want to play Demi Moore? Let's do Demi Moore. Uh, all right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Right, thank you. Bye. I can't sleep and I miss your face
Be alone. 